A very warm welcome, as always, to Hearers of the Word, a podcast offered by Kieran Omani. This is a reflection on John 14, 1-12, especially the words, I am the way, the truth, and the life. We are familiar with this gospel reading on account of its frequent use at funerals. It was not written for use at funerals, of course, but nevertheless, that context is not totally foreign to its purpose. All funerals represent a time of transition, and so does our reading. John 14, 1-12 is part of a long section in the second part of John's Gospel, usually given the name The Farewell Discourse. This is, first of all, a frequent and recognisable literary form in which a spiritual leader on the brink of departure encourages the followers, indicating how they are to flourish in the new situation of absence. Because it is a literary form, and because the content is really the teaching of the fourth evangelist, the words on the lips of Jesus do not go back to the historical Jesus. Instead, they represent a discernment of what the present risen Lord would say to the gathered community at the time of writing. I hope that is not too technical, but I feel the need to be honest about the nature of the Gospel reading so that we can read it responsibly today and in order that we too may flourish. So, what is the Gospel writer trying to say? Do not let your hearts be troubled is already an indication that our hearts are troubled. And the words are a sort of negative recognition of reality. In other words, in spite of the elevated teaching, the writer does live in the real world of uncertainty, unease and unclarity. In our world of colliding opinions, alternative facts and radical subjectivity, Truth, for instance, can be hard to arrive at. The same might be said of finding a reliable direction in life. The faith community is not as robust as before. The institutional church is experiencing unprecedented transition, and it would be easy to feel left to our own devices. In the middle of all that, living cannot be postponed. And we want not simply to live, but to live life to the full, to flourish. In our particular world of uncertainty, unease and unclarity, it may well be the Gospel reading can speak to us directly. The sentence at the core is, I am the way, the truth and the life. The historical Jesus did have disciples or followers. It may not be always remembered, but his expression, follow me, was unique among the rabbis of his day. In the earliest days after Jesus' death and resurrection, the Christian proclamation was called simply the way, and the followers became disciples of the way. The image of a way, a camino, suggests a journey, a pilgrimage of life and of the heart. It also implies a frame of reference, 
an understanding of the world. But the Christian way is not to be reduced to ethics or philosophy or even theology. We do not believe, for example, in their resurrection, a doctrine, but in Jesus, a person risen from the dead. In the well-rehearsed words of Benedict XVI, being a Christian is not the result of an ethical choice or a lofty idea, but the encounter with an event, a person, which gives life a new horizon and a decisive direction. Something similar may be said of the second image, I am the truth. In our world, truth is equated with facts, and sometimes even facts are hard to come by. As noted earlier, our world can be one of alternative facts and radical subjectivity. It may help to remember that in John's Gospel, the word truth is both factual and relational. We are familiar today with the expression being true to each other. This is the kind of interpersonal truth which the Gospel of John has in mind. In Jesus, God is radically faithful to the human race and to each one of us. In a word, this is the truth, not of facticity, but of the lover. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. And what about life? The Gospel of John begins and ends with the offer of life, and the final words of chapter 20 can serve to guide us. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. Lest it be unclear, in the middle of the Gospel last Sunday we heard the words, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. We are not supposed simply to survive, to eke out a minimal sublunary existence, but to flourish, to be fully alive. It is often the case that when we attempt to understand and to rethink our Christian faith, relational categories are important, moving from it categories to I-thou categories, in the words of Martin Buber. This creative move to relational categories has its foundation in the Word of God, as we read, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In our time of transition, whatever the context, this Gospel can help us today. Thank you very much, everybody.